Yo, welcome back to the Super Bowl edition of Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Steve Navarro. With me, as always, is Danny. And we have one more game left before UFL season, (laughs) starting off at the end of the month. And it's the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58. Tough game here. It's a, it's a obviously a match rematch from 2020, and the Chiefs are definitely looking to be the new Patriots. The 49ers are looking to avenge their loss and finally bring the Super Bowl to Kyle Shanahan's presumably dominant um, regime as he's been a regular season beast year after year. Can he get a Lombardi to go with it? We'll get right into it. No no fussing around. Nothing else to really talk about. We'll save Arthur Smith for another pod in the late in the late summer, probably, when we get some more information. Pretty frivolous to talk about it now. If I was gonna make one statement about it, I think they kind of forced their hand. He had other interviews lined up, so they had to lock him in before he kind of went and got a taste of other offers, and then they would have had to pay probably even more for him after other interviews. He is one, He was, at the time, the top, top qualified candidate to be calling NFL plays. And now that Eric Bieniemy is a free agent, that kind of muddles it a bit. Probably would have rather have had him. But I still think it's a good hire. There is way too much slander on the man from ignorant Steelers fans. Steelers Twitter is fucking ruthless and full of stupidity. It's embarrassing. I don't know what other NFL Twitter team spaces are like, but ours is incredibly toxic and full of zero things that, that have to do with what's happening in between the lines or it's just cherry picking stats. So it's all stupid on Twitter. Come to, come to us for some real info and we'll get, we'll get a breakdown of him um, in the coming months for sure. And what he can do. Do you have a blanket statement like that for the situation? I mean, I don't hate it. I'm neutral towards it. I think it's, I mean, it's a good, good hire. Does, I don't think, I don't think anybody's a, a home run hire. You know, they went from, you know, Arians was the problem. Haley was the problem. Feekner was the problem. Canada was the problem. So it's, yeah. it's, it's the same shit that Arthur Smith's going to have to deal with. So we'll have uh, toxic receivers, undisciplined team. And then the, they'll say, oh, this is so unlike a Tomlin team, even though it's been literally <laughs> the same, the same team for a fucking decade. So, it is what it is. I, I mean, I, I like it though overall. And of course, there's the the Lev Bell rumor starting. To, oh my! Don't even get me started on that. It's uh, he, it's he clearly dug his own plum- grave. Yeah, it's just a little self publicity from the man on Super Bowl week, trying to get some more Twitter followers and uh, maybe promote new album coming out soon. Who knows? I would not be surprised if he's got some new music coming out by the weekend or announced by the weekend. Dude, dude cost himself so much money and basically a hall of fame career. So he ain't, he ain't coming back. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that one wholeheartedly. All right. Do you want to do draw the week first to, to also get all the, 
Yeah, let's start it off. I think we're both. Uh, so we tweeted out last week. Steve had been three out of four. I think. I think now we're both three of the last five, which is actually pretty good. Uh, pretty good ratio oh, yeah. there. We're getting. We're we're getting hot late in the season. Um, I hit mine last week, which is like th- plus three ten. Came through in a big way. All right, I got. I am going Premier League action. I'm going Fulham and Bournemouth. Plus 250 draw. Uh, you know, two teams kind of pedaling around in the middle there. Two evenly matched teams. Why not? It just feels like a draw. I'm going to go back to the Serie A well in the boot. And I'm going to go Torino at Sassu- Sassuolo. Torino at Sassuolo. That's a plus 240 draw. Saturday. To par- parlay both of our draws with uh, will there be overtime at plus 980 and you'll be <laughs> you'll be sitting like a king uh, Sunday night or or parlay both those draws with the halftime draw in the Super Bowl and you'll still be sitting great um, you'll be you'll be eating like a king on Monday so there it is draw the week I think we're ready to dive into the prop bets. But first, so here's kind of the order. We're, we're going to give our exact scores to start things off so you know where our game theory kind of lies. And then we'll get into the prop picks and end with the sillier prop picks, um, which are only a couple really this year. And, of course, we got to do coin toss. We'll start with the exact outcome San Francisco 49ers 27, Chiefs 24 is my pick. That exact score is 50 to 1. That's what Vegas has it as. I, I took it at what Vegas is predicting, basically, um, due to the team total over unders. That's that's right around where they have the game at. And uh, before that, I just had kind of thought of that score today um, out of the blue. I myself pick pick two numbers and that's kind of where i landed at so uh, what do you got i'm torn i'm so torn on this game i've gone back and forth uh it's a matchup that no one really wanted outside of the fan base the individual fan bases but it is you know it should be a great super bowl like it is a great matchup it's just no one really was rooting for these teams but so i think just just based on kansas city being a slight dog, I think that gives you. I mean, I'm I'm literally fifty fifty, so I think Kansas City gives you better odds. So I'm 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 going Kansas City just based on that. They're plus one ten money line, and then you know I think we're, me and Steve are kind of both on the on the same page here, thinking around a you know twenty something twenty something game, very close. So I just I'm going twenty four twenty Chiefs over the Niners, which. It's 120 to one, but like a fairly common football score. So I think that's that's solid there. And just kind of going off that point on DraftKings, at least you have both teams to score 20 points, which I think is pretty pretty likely. That's only that's minus 105, so almost almost even money. And I think I think that's a really good wager as well, especially especially with both. Yeah, with with both of our score predictions, you know, obviously we're both in that threshold. So. So the the argument for the under is both teams are going to run the ball, McCaffrey, Pacheco, and 
the Chiefs have been they found their identity late in the season and through the playoffs by grinding teams down with the run game and short pass game. And but the 49ers are also expecting that. So I think, you know, they're going to try and stop that and make Mahomes throw downfield a little bit. So it's going to come down to the Chiefs receiving core, I think, is this game. The Chiefs receiving core can step up and make some big plays and he can spread the ball around that then then the Chiefs will match the Niners star power on offense and be able to overcome and the the Niners have just kind of had wonky wins here the last few weeks with coming back from deficits so if the Chiefs do take an early lead I don't think the Niners can come back you know this many times in a row despite it being kind of their late season identity that I, I don't, the chiefs don't give up leads though, like that. So, you know, if the chiefs are kind of cruising in the mid third quarter, I would maybe pay the juice and, um, and, and buy the chiefs, a, a lower chiefs number um, at like minus two twenty two fifty range. If you're that kind of better, probably no one listening to this is, but there's my game theory as well. I I just think the Niners have more dudes. I think it's going to be a grimy game. So stay. This is why I, we don't. This is the shortest prop list I've ever had for a Super Bowl. Granted, it's only Tuesday, but I think this is a grimy game. I think most of these unders are in play, and I think that you know we're in for a a low scoring, maybe a a boring, a somewhat boring game to the to the naked eye, not to the hardcore football fan, but to all the Swifties out there, they're going to be on their phones mid-second quarter, I think. We'll get into the overall game props now. Uh, the fun one here is an octopus to be scored at 10 to 1, meaning the same player scores the touchdown and the consecutive two-point conversion. You're probably only going to get one to two chances at this in the game, the team even going for two points, but with guys like McCaffrey and then Kelsey, you know, once you get to that point, I think you have a high chance of hitting it. Once you get to that two point conversion play, if there's even any may not be any. So that's a very light play, a 10th of a unit on that one to win one full unit. How about that? And then we'll save, uh, well, no, we'll go right to it. Um, first, second half, highest scoring. The highest scoring half being the second half. That's minus 115. Both both halves are minus 115. Or you could take the draw, which meaning the first half and second half have the same exact score at like 12 to 1 or 15 to 1 or something. But I like the second half being the highest scoring game because of what I said the 49ers could maybe dig themselves into a hole and they'll at least chip back at it um, to, to closen the game up. Do you have any anything uh, before we do our MVP pick? Nothing. I, I, the, the octopus, I concur what you said. Just put a small, small fraction of a unit on that. It's a, it's a fun one to bet, but I feel like statistically it's, it's just yeah. not a good, not a good investment. Ten to one, it, it happens way less frequently than ten to one for it to only be ten to one. But that's still um, a fun one. You got, you got. It's the Super Bowl. You got to put the octopus. Yeah, and uh, 
a, a score or a kickoff or punt return is also like nine to one. I think that's way more likely to happen than an octopus at about the same level. So you can throw that on your card too, uh, a kickoff or, or punt return uh, to the house, um, sprinkle that as well. And then one I didn't have on the board here, but I want to add is uh, shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. So the shortest touchdown, meaning it'll be on the one yard line and then they score. Uh, this happens more frequently than you th might think. And any phantom or, or not fan, any PI call in the end zone puts it on the one, any sort of penalty at all on the defense within the 10 yard line is probably going to get it. Well, half the distance. Um, and then there's just all those, all those times people get downed right at the one or you're running it three times to, to get it in and you get it to the one. Now it's fourth and goal. All those scenarios build up. So it is like minus 160. There's juice, but that's because they're trying to scare you off. And and it hits this the square better, the chalk better, which they come out in droves for these Super Bowl props. They're all going to look at that and say, give me over one and a half yards. Duh. No, no, no. Go under. Okay. Our Super Bowl MVP, we both concur on this. It's the best value on the board. Obviously, Mahomes at even odds. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, you might as well just um, take Mahomes there uh, to win MVP as well. Because that is how they would have to win is with Mahomes. Like That's their only way to win is, is by his will. Um, it's not like Kelsey would have to put up three touchdowns, I think. And, and and get an interception on defense to win MVP. Uh, or he is a part of the Illuminati and, and he'll get the MVP over Mahomes. But that's not our pick. Neither of those are our pick. Our pick, Christian McCaffrey at plus 440 to win MVP. So 49ers are the favorite. So you're getting that on your side. And then to have him over Brock Purdy, which is two to one. Um, obviously, this offense kind of run does run through a CMC and his run game. So if it is a lower scoring game and a run based game, like we're thinking you take CMC here. And so that's our MVP pick. Anything else before we get into over unders? Uh, yeah, I agree on the CMC. Definitely the best value. I think, I, I think he should be more favorited than Brock Purdy. Um, so it's weird. I'm kind of fading myself here, taking Chiefs money line. If 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 you're confident that the Chiefs are going to win, then I you know see if you can parlay that with uh with Mahomes MVP because Kel Kelsey's a popular pick, but he's he would have to go off or make some crazy fluke San Antonio Holmes play, you know, to get it over the quarterback, um, you know, or the Julian Edelman catch. Like it would have to be a, come down to a crazy play. So I mean, I, I think Mahomes is almost a lock to win it if if Kansas City wins. Uh but so that's kind of me also hedging myself a little bit. I'm thinking if if San Fran money line hits then it'll probably be McCaffrey. So that's that's a great value there rather than just betting San Fran money line. I concur. Uh that's a good uh thought process. So we're going to break it down by position. We're going to do player props by position and then we'll do um, we have four touchdown scorers to throw out there at the end, and then we'll finish with the novelty props. So 
quarterback Mahomes, two Mahomes props here under 262 passing yards. Like I said, the dink and dunk game is where they're going to live, I think. Mahomes might be forced to throw it a little bit downfield. I think one or two of those go complete, you know, for 30 yards, maybe a 45 yarder, something like that, um, which could kill you. It could kill this bet. One, one 45 yard pass could kill it. But the under, um, I, we just, we think Pacheco is going to get the ball a lot and they're going to do a lot of short short game stuff to grind this clock down that's clearly been their identity so this this under correlates with that and then also same correlation here Mahomes over 26 and a half rushing yards and and he got 18 yards in the first half against the Ravens and then they just stopped running with him and things kind of got out of hand for the Ravens there towards the end so uh, Mahomes wasn't in need to scurry around as much. So, but Mahomes, he it could kill you with the kneel downs if the Chiefs win. But I don't think the Chiefs are going to win, and I think he's going to have to be passing the ball towards the end of the game uh, to do it. So it's almost like a hedge, but the, there's a stronger correlation of both of those things happening. You could still get lucky enough to have one of those two things happen and break even. They're both minus one ten. Um, do you have anything else to add about Mahomes? No, I mean, we, we, we kind of went over these pre-show, so if you, you can just rattle through them and then I can add anything if I want at the end. Yeah, jump in. jump. Cut me off when you want. Um, lastly, Brock Purdy to throw an interception, plus 115. He's thrown a pick in the last two playoff games here. Who's to say he doesn't throw a Super Bowl pick? This is his first Super Bowl, obviously. And uh, he is a cool, a cool cat and uh, hyper game focused. But I think Steve Spagnola can can dial up some tricks and confuse him a bit. And he makes all it takes is one bad decision or one linebacker that he doesn't see, which was exactly what happened in the Lions game. And and boom, there's your pick. So I do like that one maybe a bit heavier than the other the others so there's our quarterbacks uh only one running back parlay right now and we'll we'll obviously x any more props that we like throughout the weekend we'll put that on x what we finish at we finished at 57 percent on the year that is uh that's fucking awesome A round of applause for us 57 percent we were totally transparent, 100% transparent with all of our picks on X. They all came out before game time kicked off, even if it was only 15, 30 minutes before kickoff. That's your fault for not having your notifications on from us. So if you wanted to go 57% this year, you should have been following us on to, to make like one unit. <laughs> um, but that's still... Positive is positive throughout an entire college and NFL football season is extremely hard to do and near professional level. We were almost at a professional gambling level. Um, and if you if you you know if you're putting your profit boosts or whatever you're getting from DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever, I mean you're so you're you know we're 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 beating the casino juice there. That was a good year. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I'll, 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 we'll always have the 57%. We'll always have that to hang on to, no matter what happens. So 
uh, running back prop highest yards after a single catch. So one catch who has the most yards after the catch, that's McCaffrey at plus 680. Little dump dump pass, a little wheel route maybe, and he's in the clear down the sideline for 30 yards. Um, the, the killers here are like MVS and um, and Ayuk to, to catch a slant over the middle and just sprint down the middle of the field. That could obviously happen. So if you're going to maybe take a couple of these, I would take one of those two wide receivers to, to do it. And then, but McCaffrey's uh, where, where you lie. And obviously at plus 680, you shouldn't be betting anything heavy at plus 680. So uh, there you go for that one. And then wide receiver. Here's an under for you. Debo Samuel under 16 and a half rushing yards. He has, oh, I lost it. Oh, here it is. Uh, he has hit the under, under 16 and a half yards has hit in 10 of his last 15 games, including these last two playoff games. And yes, they, so they still do that sweep play with him. That's pretty predictable. They've even handed it off to him to cut up the middle instead of sweep it out. And it still all gets bottled up pretty quickly. So, you know, he's probably going to get two. I would guess two rushing attempts, maybe three. If he averages five yards, um, a rushing attempt at three, he's still under, uh, he's at 15 yards there. So um, I like that. I could see him getting a seven yard run to start and then you got to sweat the rest of the game. But I do like the value on that. Um, statistically speaking, it, it will hit. And then Pacheco, like we've been talking about all along, Pacheco over 67 and a half rushing yards. He's averaging 85 yards uh, per game in the playoffs here in these three playoff games they've had. And then the 49ers are 31st in the league in yards per carried allowed. So basically last. And we know the Chiefs want to run the football. They obviously know the Niners are bad at yards per carry. So they know that they're going to give feed Pacheco and feed um, maybe some other, other players besides McKinnon there too, to give Pacheco a rest, hammer it up the middle. There's our two running back props. And then we have, let me jump in here. Those, yeah. those, those last two, I hated those at first. They don't. They don't feel right to me. But yeah, the one once Steve crunched the numbers at me, they, they statistically those are the those are the smart investments. Yes, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking for ROI. Uh, so let's. We don't have anything for tight end. I, I do like maybe some Noah Gray stuff. They've been they've been giving him three to five targets a game, and obviously uh, the 49ers are going to make them beat. They have to win without Kelsey basically too. So, you know, they do run Noah Gray and Kelsey in a lot of formations together. Kelsey's the decoy. Noah Gray can have a little bit more space in the middle of the field there. So uh, I would like that, but I don't have anything official. 
Uh, a de- one defensive prop I have is Chris Jones to get a sack at plus 135. Um, he's had zero quarterback hits in his last, his only three Super Bowls. And he has only had a half a sack in these last three playoff games combined. He's due. He's due. He's due for a big moment where he can shine and uh, give give me Chris Jones sack at plus one thirty five. Uh, but I don't absolutely love it. That's a one a one unit play at the most. Okay, we'll give you a few. I'll give the first two long shot touchdown scores, and then Danny can chime in with our lower odds safer bets. So. Uh, right here, Noah Gray plus nine eighty to score a touchdown, anytime touchdown. Uh, give me that same reasoning, and then Kyle Huschek at nine to one to run it in from the one yard line and just bully his way in there. Huschek nine to one. I would love to see him score one yard touchdown. And uh, those are the two long shots. What do we got for our closer to even plays? Yes, we both uh, kind of, well. What was what did you you say? Kittle was one eighty and Debo was yes. one forty. For yes. some reason, yeah, that makes I, when I was saying I figured Debo would be more likely. For some reason, I thought those in my head backwards, but uh, I was thinking Debo one eighty. But I'm an idiot. So, but but I still like Debo to score. Um, so yeah, <laughs> plus plus one forty, <laughs> hammer it, whatever. We got uh, we got Travis Kelsey as well. I'm not. I I would say I like Debo to score. I think Debo is you know multiple multiple ways to be used, especially you know down around the goal line. I I I think he's more likely. He's I would say he's the most likely Niner outside of McCaffrey, obviously to score. So I still like that one. And then uh, Travis Kelsey seems like the obvious one in the in the Taylor Swift bowl. Not as confident about that one, but it's a you know it's a, it's it's even odds, um, plus a hundred there. So we were both kind of on that one. Yeah, I, uh, those are all good and fun. First touchdown score. That's a crapshoot. Take take whoever you're feeling that day. First touchdown. FanDuel, you can parlay the first and last touchdown score for crazy, crazy odds at starting at like 50 to 1. Uh, so, you know, I like I like any of those two as a little $5 throw. Uh, better than buying a scratch-off or a soda. Better for your health. Now we'll get into some novelty props. First, we'll break up the action with, uh, I I read too much on the Puppy Bowl, so now I feel like I have to justify that by speaking on it here. Uh, Puppy Bowl Team Rough, minus 135 against Team Fluff, who is, uh, Patrick Mabones is on the favorite Team Fluff, whereas Bark Purdy is on the underdog team. With an over-under at 165.5 last year, the total came in at 170 as the highest-scoring puppy bull ever. Uh, Team Ruff has a 72-pound Great Dane on it, too, with my bones. Um, Obviously, they're the play at minus 135. But again, it's fucking puppies, so don't go crazy. You probably aren't even allowed to max bet it over 100 bucks. I don't know. But I do like that over 165. They know points get TV ratings. The thing is edited for time crazily. So who knows 
the legitimacy of this ever give me the over plus uh, it's like plus 115 as well for over 165 so i'll take the over there officially in the puppy bowl puppy bowl 20 xx puppy bowl xx huh you know what never mind all these puppies are coming from iowa iowa's the home of the unders i'm flipping it take the under 165 yeah man i don't even I, I just just listening to those to bark purdy i don't i don't even i can't even <laughs> you, muster an opinion on the on the puppy bowl i do i do flowing so, through me get, yeah i mean yeah if if i if DraftKings says here's a 33 percent profit boost to place on any puppy bowl wager then then i'll do it but un, until that moment i'm uh, now you got to go underground for the- still <laughs> um, so, there, so there you go uh i i'm also the more the more that i think about it i don't like that i don't like kelsey plus 100 is not enough i'm rescinding i'm rescinding the kelsey pick i still like debo that's uh debo debo's at the right ratio he's got he's got 12 touchdowns in 15 games this year that was just regular season though but kelsey it was a low touchdown season for kelsey so for him to be even odds i don't care i don't care how much uh sloppy he's getting from t swift it's uh, I don't, I don't like the Kelsey touchdown prop no more. Nothing about Taylor Swift is slot. <laughs> huh. um. Oh, I meant to say this at the top of the show, but thinking of speaking of uh, music artists, so it's the rest in peace Toby Keith show. What yeah, a, what a what a bummer. Uh, I found out, I learned today, learned today that at the uh. The home opener of what was at the time Heinz Field after the demolition of Three River Stadium, Toby Keith sang the national anthem. So uh, he broke in, he broke in old Acrisure, and uh, was just a was just an American American icon. So for uh, for that, we we uh, we bid you adieu, Toby Keith. I think. Is he a Sooners fan? I know he's an Oklahoma guy. I'll give I'll give him a boomer sooner, unless unless he's like a Oklahoma State fan. I don't know. But uh, yeah, rest in peace, old Toby. I did enjoy Toby Keith back in the back in the day. He was like the one of the only country music singers that I've I never I never listened to country at all until like really into my twenties. So then when I kind of did start. Mostly, mostly like all this new age rap sucks. I just became a grumpy old man, and then somehow started liking country. And uh, so, yeah, it was cool because it was like everything was brand new, essentially. Mm. So even though even though these albums were like old, like all the whole Toby Keith library, it was like it was like he just came out with ten albums. I had all this music to listen to. So uh, yeah, I got I got I got to. Got to enjoy some Toby Keith uh, kind of through a fresh lens these past couple of years. So uh, RIP to an icon. Love that. Yeah, old country is really good. New country sucks just like new rap. Yeah, agree. Agree for sure. Uh, metal's still going strong, though. All the hardcore music's still coming out with fresh artists. Uh, probably because the music industry isn't peddling hardcore and metal so they're not having to listen to labels tell them what to make we won't get into all of that and 
how we're giving all of our money to Israel and not helping our own people. All right. <laughs> Coin toss. What do you got? <laughs> Just, I, tails never fails. I, I say tails every year, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, that, might, that might not even be true. I, I feel like I might have thrown some heads out there. But uh, honestly, this is, they, these, these ones are stupid picks. Because like you can't even really get an edge on like you know if a, if a game is minus one ten minus one ten, you know you like you you have an inside you know you have an analysis of why you think the one way so you kind of have an edge. Coin toss, Gatorade bath, that's all just stupid. But um, you know you have to bet it because it's a Super Bowl. But yeah, I'm going tails. I'm going tails as well. And yes, Danny, accurate that you are betting on a coin toss. You have a 50-50 chance of winning the bet no matter what, but you still have to pay the minus 105 VIG to the book for that action. So maybe, honestly, if you're at a Super Bowl party, try to get some even odds on people for, for coin toss. People would probably throw a 20 on the on the old coin toss with you, but they have to obviously disagree. You, you don't you can't support five people taking tails and you're on head so <laughs> you gotta you gotta move you gotta move the line if if all the money comes in on tails you gotta move yeah, on your own that could get that could get sketchy real quick but if you can if you can get enough people to bet both sides that might be fun um fun way to start the game and then continuing to start the game i have reba mcintyre to sing the national anthem at over one minute and 26 seconds that is the lowest total ever posted by the book i don't know why i i don't have a reasoning for why this is so low the the shortest time ever was kelly clarkson at like a minute 35 something like that so 10 seconds over and that was by far an outlier for shortest everyone else sings it close to two minutes minute 40 to 210 range so you're getting 15 seconds on the average, the low end of the average. And then Reba, another country music singer, she does she does have some tunes where she sings up-tempo pretty quick. So maybe she goes up-tempo here and they know that. But I also, maybe this is, oh, I forgot to mention, it's minus 180, the over 126. You have to lay some serious money down. And I may have done that. Uh, but I have to do. I've I'm undefeated in the national anthem since 2016 or something like that. I, I don't know exactly when I started that one, but I know I'm undefeated at it, and the trend continues today over 126 or Sunday. I should say. Okay, that's all the pregame stuff out of the way. I don't have any usher usher bets. I, I know. Yeah, to start the show is the favorite. I, I read that. Uh, but I I don't know anything else. Do you do you have a song you would think he starts with other than I, yeah? I, I don't think I don't like I don't like yeah to be the opener. Let me think. Let me give me give me thirty seconds. You go on to the next thing. I'll come up with something good. I feel like yeah is too iconic for him to just start with it. Like he's <laughs> well, I, I have the odds up now, so I'll I'll read some odds. Um, Burn. Well, no. No, hang on. Just keep going. Or is it? Keep going. Well, these these odds are. It says this is posted by FanDuel, so I don't know if you can look for that. Um, but uh, him to bring out a guest, um, 
there's a lot of people with minus tags on them. Alicia Keys, Post Malone, Lil John, Ludacris, Justin Bieber, and Pitbull are all minus money. Alicia Keys is minus 500. So they must know something about Alicia Keys. Um, and then Taylor Swift is plus 550 to come out. She ain't coming down from that suite to play a free show. She does not play for free. You don't make a dime playing the Super Bowl. She's not going to be a guest of Usher's for free. They don't even have a song together. That's a waste of money. Diddy's a waste of money, pedophile. A Lil Wayne, I don't see that. Although if I was going to take a higher odds, I'd take Lil Wayne at plus 550. Um, and then obviously I would go ludicrous at minus 250 if I was going to take a favorite, but not touching any of that. Here is the uh, Usher halftime first song odds. Uh, so yeah is plus three fifty. Actually, I was mistaken. Yeah is not the favorite. The favorite is My Way at even on money. I don't know the song. Omg. Oh yeah, I do. Um, that's plus one forty five. That 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 one. I, I like that because that's just such like a. It's not. He's not gonna open with like a lovey dovey song, you know what I mean? He's he's, he's gonna open with one that's more like neutral and like, you know. Yeah, get you, you kind of like bop up. along to. Yeah, so like, I can see. I can just see the oh my, like as he's starting. Uh -huh. Plus one forty five. That's my that's that's my bet for sure. I like that. Or or yeah, cause yeah. Mm -hmm. Has got to finish out the show, I think. Yeah, yeah. Especially you if you're bringing some the other artists in to sing it with you, I think you do that at the end um, of the show. Uh, and then uh, DJ got us fallen in love at plus eight hundred. Everything else is way above ten to one. So, and those are all the lovey songs. So, um, yeah, we'll go. Oh my god! All right, that's halftime, and then finally. Aid bath i have yellow or green at plus 300 um the chiefs used purple in their last win and then they had orange when they beat the 49ers so you know the 49ers aren't going to have orange gatorade because of spite and then and probably not purple either because uh, they won with that last year. The, the Chiefs did. So, and then red, people are like, both teams are red. So pick red. Well, let me tell you something. Think I said this last year on the pod. Red is the only Gatorade color that permanently stains a jersey. Everything else can wash out at least pretty well. Not that these Super Bowl jerseys are really ever washed, but... Also, just to stain like the coach's clothes and stuff, whatever he's wearing, he might want to, you know, keep that outfit forever or part of it. And so, yeah, I don't think the teams drink red anyway. But uh, so, give me the yellow, green, or the water um, as a as a backup. But um, either one of those, they're both about th plus three hundred. So that's it. That's what we got for you. And then I, I'm sure we'll have some more for you uh, by the weekend, by Sunday. So enjoy it. Anything else before we close out? My we, once, once we crunch the numbers on the Gatorade, this is a horrible bet. So I'm doing this strictly for podcast purposes. 
I liked I liked orange. That was what I was going with. Uh especially after Steve gave me the spiel about the red Gatorade. But I mean there's like seven different options and they're all paying you like two to three odds. So it's like it's a horrible wager. Um yeah. just, just 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 as far as like the sheer odds of it. But uh yeah, for, for Super Bowl fun, my money my my hypothetical money is on orange. I don't know why they don't jack up the odds and just put like a two hundred dollar on it because it is such a a weird thing, and you could obviously leak. There's ways to leak what color Gatorades are going to be had, you know, the day prior or whatever. Uh, although that could be false, false positives as well. But uh, yeah, too much talk about Gatorade. It's a fun, silly bet. Take what you want. Who gives a shit? And. I'm looking more at the special teams props. I think I'm going to have more of those towards the end of the week. Obviously, the over three and a half field goals, if you're liking a lower scoring game, that's, you know, plus money. You could take the exact amount of field goals, three or four. Those are both like three to four to one, which would be about the same payout if either one of those hit. Oh, will the two-minute warning land on exactly two minutes in the first half? Yes, minus 700, no, plus 470. Not a bad one. That's pretty good value. Plus 470 for it not to land on two minutes. Like, um, you know, just say they're, the offense is rolling. They go up tempo to get one more play in before that two-minute warning because they need to gain ground. Um, and then and then they don't want the defense to have the two minutes to sub and re, re- group basically they want to get as many plays in as possible that's how you win that bet at plus 470 so that's another fun one with high odds and it again is the probability i think is is there for the value um i don't have any stats on on that that's a, that is a fun walk off field goal plus 1300 that's not a bad one to just throw a nickel on uh, yeah, that'll, that'll won you big last year. So the, well, the, well, the what time they, has to be zero zero. I was gonna say, what do they define walk off as? Yeah, is it yes. like okay? So yeah, literally had, the very last play. Yeah, yes, and and the winning margin must be three points or less. So they would it would have to be to win the game, not to seal the game either, or even go up four. So, yeah, I mean, 13 to 1, that's another long shot. I would take that over the octopus as well, <laughs> probably, because all that takes is a tied game, and and boom, they, they run down the clock to three seconds. But you know what was good, what would happen if that actually uh, – Andy Reid would take the timeout at like seven, eight seconds, <laughs> just or six seconds, and the one second left on the clock for what God knows what else to happen. So uh, I'm always thinking pessimistic. Okay. I think that's about it for this. We're at the 45-minute mark. That's perfect. And we'll see if I can edit it. I uh, wouldn't let me. It, uh, Audacity's been a real pain in my ass the last couple of weeks. So we'll see. And Been a, been a pain in your, uh, your audacity. Yes. Dude, I'm, I'm here Ooh. for the fun. I'm, I'm here all day. Well, Drinking well, some Italian beers. You ever had a Peroni? Yes. They're pretty good. 
They're not pretty, bad. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Hey, I like their sodas too. If you ever have Italian soda, mm. I have not, but it'll be on my uh, list. Yeah, how do you say out. how do you say bucket list in Italian? My list de bucchetto. Uh, yep, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Where do we go from here? <laughs> we go <laughs> diabetic player of the week. Uh, oh yeah, Mark, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is Sit. saving life. Hashtag diabetic player of the week. Yeah, spotting out that low low A one C. If you have diabetes, or if you don't. Make sure you're watching your health up until Sunday and then blow it. You know, cheat day Sunday, pigs in a blanket, pizza, wings, Chinese, whatever you want, cookies, cakes, candies, all that. Go blow it out. Super Bowl Sunday. Make sure whatever you're doing, wherever you're watching the game at, get home safe and stay healthy, America. <laughs>